0: everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Every Day is a New Day show. My name is Kim O'Neill. I'm so grateful to have you here. Before we get into it, let's take a moment to shake off yesterday. Yesterday can be a metaphor for five minutes ago, 10 minutes ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever it is that you want to release, step out of so that you can be fully present in this moment for your sake. And sometimes you know what that thing is that you want to shake off. And sometimes you don't, maybe you simply want to bring your energy into the, in the present moment so that you can maximize your power so that you can enjoy the moment as fully as possible for your own sake, because you deserve that. So remember, wherever you were yesterday does not have to be where you are today. You're an amazing being, and I'm so grateful to have you here. So today, what are we talking about today? And I'll be bringing up today's guest in a little bit. But today we're going to be talking about meta spirituality. And I want to share that with you first, just that that title meta spirituality. You might be thinking, what what is this? And for me, that's even a new term to think of. What I want to highlight here is that we talk about spirituality a lot on the Every Day is a New Day show because as people are moving into a new day experience from who you were in the past to who you are today from you know he- healing wounds of the past to stepping into a more free expansive, empowered version of who you are, spirituality often comes up and plays a big part of that journey. So I'm excited to get into today's today's topic and share today's guest with you. Let me go ahead and begin. We're going to start with an inspirational quote because I love to infuse these into the show. And our first one is, I say first because I might share a second one later. So first one is, the one who looks outside of himself dreams The one who looks inside awakes. Your vision becomes clear only when you look into your heart. And that is from Carl Jung. (sighs) What does that bring up for you? I also just want to say there's no right or wrong here. But we all know that things can serve a purpose and we release the past. We up level to the next thing, right? So I just, I don't know, want to add that. You let me know if anything comes up for you as I simply say that. In response to this quote and i'm gonna go ahead and share with you today's guest read a little bit about her today's guest is nina Verkoen, called the modern female buddha by la weekly and she is the founder of meta spirituality an emerging spiritual tradition taking America by storm. She is a former psychologist and spiritual teacher and has 20 years of experience in human consciousness with hundreds of thousands of students worldwide. It was in 2016 that Nina went through a spontaneous spiritual transformation where she acquired spiritual knowledge that profoundly changed her life and work. And since then, her mission has been to spread the message of meta spirituality and share it with millions of people. Nina believes that we have outgrown Nina believes that we have outgrown mainstream spirituality and that more people are becoming ready to enter a direct relationship with their creator within. And I want to say her name one more time, Nina Verkoyen. I hope I
1: pronounced that correctly again. With that said, Nina, I am welcoming you to the show. Hello, Nina. Hello, Kim. Yeah, you said it perfectly. It's a tricky name to pronounce, but you did it.
0: What What is the foundation? Is that German?
1: Or... Uh, it's Dutch.
0: It's my husband's name. Yeah, Dutch. Okay. Okay, Nina. I, I would love to get your thoughts first before we get into meta spirituality. Do you have any thoughts you'd like to add to this particular quote by Carl Jung? Yeah.
1: yeah this is a perfect quote. Actually, it's so truly um describes what the teachings of meta spirituality are about you know it's it's absolutely correct in my uh, perception of this world uh, I love it it's a perfect quote you picked well,
0: one thing I, I thought was really cool too is I love that this quote came from Carl Jung because I know you also have a background I'm a like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so I I love that I love when people are able to combine uh Practical with metaphysical, um, yeah. things like that. So, so would you be open to starting with sharing a little bit more about your spiritual transformation that you had in 2016? That of course mm-hmm. brought you to where you are today.
1: Yeah, after many decades of searching for spiritual, I would say fulfillment, uh, because I was on a spiritual path since I was. 11. I tried so many different practices and techniques and teachings and gurus and everything. And I was already a teacher myself. I was teaching meditation and yoga and many other things. Um, I was a psychologist too, but nothing gave me this feeling of being at home, you know, and nothing actually changed my material, visible reality. I still had uh, relationship issues, I still had some financial struggles. And I always felt that I missed some something, you know, it's like there's a missing puzzle somewhere, which I need to find. And at the beginning, I thought maybe it's just a trick of my mind uh, that says, oh, there's something out there, you know, like the grass is greener in the neighbor's yard. But I am happy that I didn't give up the search within me. Um, I gave up all the external practices and teachings. I got very like disillusioned or disappointed, uh, whatever the word we pick. And I stopped practicing yoga and I stopped meditating uh, at some point after so many years of doing that. I kind of stopped everything because I I was just unhappy with all of that. And that's when the... Knowledge came to me, this revelation, awakening, uh, whatever we name it. I realized the truth only when my glass uh, became empty, so to speak. I was able to receive because the knowledge that I received was so different from everything that I learned from my teachers and from the books. It was very like contradictory to a mainstream spirituality. Uh, uh, that was like popular at a time. And now too, because mainstream spirituality um, is like based in like spiritual practices like meditation, visualization, affirmations, all sorts of um, tools, I would say, spiritual tools. I call them spiritual intermediaries because they act like a cane that we find helpful in the very beginning when we just need to start learning how to walk but then it becomes detrimental when we actually already can walk with their help but we need to put it aside and abandon those tools and start learning the next phase, and we start learning to walk on our own. But what happens in uh, common spirituality? What we observe since the beginning of um, 1900s? Uh, what was that? Uh, when was that? Like 1930s or something? When New Age movement uh, started oh, to wow. appear? Everybody started using spiritual intermediaries, affirmations, meditations, visualizations, tarot cards and this and that, and crystals and all sorts of things. And, uh, and we, uh, I feel, got, in the West here, we got caught up in this um, intermediary game, uh, and we kind of equated spirituality and spiritual practices, and we stopped developing past that phase. And nobody even knows that there is something else because they think, oh, I'm on a spiritual path, I'm spiritual because I am doing spiritual practices. And in my experience, what happened to me when I stopped practicing and stopped actively searching on the outside, the knowledge came to me about what the truth is, who we truly are, how this world is created, uh, what are those spiritual tools that we use, um, all of that. And uh, it changed everything. Um, This is what I'm doing now in in short. Um, I don't know if I answered your question. I already forgot what it was no no that no that was
0: great that was that was a really good overview and yeah i would like to ask a little more so i love that you were saying how when you became empty that's the point that you were able to basically receive is what it sounds like and yeah. um i i think for anybody who's wondering how how did you receive that truth was it like a big mm-hmm. intuitive aha or was it like a channel yeah. experience or
1: Yeah, it happened when I actually just stopped believing in any external source of knowledge or inspiration or anything. Uh, It's not that it, uh, it happened because I suddenly started, you know, like being my own guru or something. No, but I just saw that it's not actually working. It gives some partial results, a little bit of consolation here and there, a little bit of insight here and there, but still truly my life is still the same and I'm, as a person, I'm the same person, you know? And then it happens spontaneously. One evening I was just walking around the house, I was alone in the house, and I was asking myself, I would say, like, existential, deep questions, but just, like, kind of talking to myself, like, what is love? What is it actually, um, truly? I was just contemplating. And then something happened. I think uh, why it happened is because it was a combination. First, as I said, I emptied my mind. I no longer was looking for the answers on the outside. I was questioning within. And... um kind of being tired with those spiritual practices and intermediaries opened my mind to receive the information that was so different from what I was taught uh, before. Uh, Because the information that came to me, uh, it was based in the idea of complete non-separateness from the source that we are. Uh, From that, uh, the realization There is a realization that there are no separate souls too uh, dawned on me. Um, I realized, I saw and I I felt at that moment that um, the idea, the concept of uh, separate souls uh, is just a projection of our dual mind that perceive everything in separation here. like We are here all separate. It means on the other level... Somewhere, there are also separate souls that communicate with each other, come up with some plans for us, how to live, and some soul contracts and all sorts of ideas. But what I felt at that moment of complete and total unity with the source, who we all are, is that there's no separation anywhere else except for this material visible um, manifested reality. And there are no separate souls. Uh, There's just one shared soul or higher self of ours. And um, there are no souls that can reincarnate or outcarnate of something or into something. And all that knowledge about the past lives not being actually um, the truth, because there's no time on that level, past, present, and future. They're all one. And time is only existing here again in order for us to kind of separate our experiences here All that came to me, and I don't think I would be able to accept that. I would absolutely, totally reject that if I was still believing in spiritual practices, past lives, idea, and all of that. But because I was so tired of that, and I didn't see results, and I kind of gave up on that, I was empty, but not knowing where to go, kind of in the middle. When it came to me, I was actually open to listen Of course, the first reaction of my mind was, no way, it can't be true. This is not what I believed in for so many years. This is not what I taught. This is not what I was told by my teachers. This is not what every spiritual teacher ever said, you know, for generations and generations about the past lives, reincarnation and souls and everything. And I was like, oh, my God, what is this? But the truth was so obvious and so like blinding and so, you know, even my my resistant mind couldn't fight it. When the truth wow. presents itself, when we are free and cleansed from all the illusions that we live with, uh, you just can't resist it. There's no way. It it almost
0: sounds the way you describe it. It almost sounds like uh, how I've heard other people talk about an out of body experience or a near death experience. What they've you know seen on the other side and they bring back here. That does any do either of those resonate for you? Well, it
1: depends what they say after that because usually people describe their near death experience like they've been I don't know put into some different realm. But then they start interacting with other souls that also died and they like deciding that maybe we come back so this part wouldn't resonate with what I felt as I just explained but yeah I guess I never had any near-death experience but (laughs) uh, so I can't actually compare but I guess that's true many people who went through some psychedelic experiences described uh, something very similar to what I experienced too Again, it's just our separate mind usually being being like faced with unity, then goes back to this body and interprets everything again through the dual mind and describes and misunderstands things and this is where it goes wrong. So it's one thing is to experience another thing is then when you're back to your, um, non-altered state of mind is to actually make sense of what happened and what it actually means
0: I, I, I love it so I feel like multiple questions are coming up and of course I still haven't flat out asked you what is meta spirituality. you've already started to ha- talk some, somewhat about it, I know that but before yeah. I get to that specific question I do want to ask you about something else you said a moment ago you um, of course are talking about us all being of, of know one mind one energy all being one connected all that um and i completely agree with that and i'm curious how so then how does that impact so you know i how does how does that alter the way you perceive you know okay i'm maybe i'm picking up on something but it's not quite mine it's someone else's and yet if we're all one that it is partly yours do you know what I mean? Like emotions or energy or right? Mm-hmm. Thought patterns, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, How does that factor into all of this? How do you deal with that?
1: Yeah. You basically start seeing everything through the eyes of unity, which means that whatever presents itself in your uh, vicinity, it's, you know, this is your creation. You know, this is your extension. Uh, I'm your extension and you are my extension it's equal it's not like I am the creator or, and, and you're the creation it's uh, we are all manifested here we are the creation but at the same time our true self our higher self which is one uh, is the creator so this is this um, kind of dual understanding of what we are and when we face someone or something we realize we see through the eyes of truth, that this is what we created for some reason. There is a reason for that. And whatever emotion somebody activates in us, whatever situation we find ourselves in, this is our creation. Whether it's a conscious creation or not, that's a different story. Because we cannot uh, not be the creator. We are the creator, and this creative energy flows through us every moment of our being. And we do create but the majority of people create unconsciously, means not knowing who they are. And that's why this creation uh, is chaotic, um, unconscious, uh, full of conflict, full of distortions, so to speak. So, when you realize who you are, you start seeing everything through these eyes of unity, and you see everyone and everything as your creation. And you no longer have any blame. You no longer need to interact with the emotion that you see from the so-called other and and take it personally. But you still know that this is also you and whatever presents here is somehow you manifested to be here or at- attracted, whatever we say. And then we can start this inner inquiry like why what does that mean to me why did i have to see that why did i have to create this in in front of me what can i get out of it or take out of it for my um personal development for for my understanding so um it it has a lot of benefits this worldview because it immediately makes you be the creator versus uh, a victim of life you know you no longer blame anybody for anything you take responsibility fully 100 percent for everything negative or positive situations or events and it's a tricky part not many people can immediately grasp that idea because they immediately start jumping uh, with questions like oh but if somebody is killing someone does it mean that this is also you does it mean that this is how it should be should you not interfere of course you should do everything you need you you will attend to anything you see uh, as it should be attended but at the same time you realize that everything is your creation and there's no exceptions here none like none you can't you can't take the truth and and live with it here but then not accept the truth in another I situation, see. because it's not positive enough for your mind. Um, so it's difficult to explain, but in one sentence, meta spirituality is a new way of seeing life. Uh, it's a spiritual tradition that teaches you how to be the creator and how to create this life consciously, how to take full responsibility, and how to see everything through the eyes of unity. If, if that makes <laughs> any sense it's, it's a very, very short explanation and doesn't really do justice but we're trying no. to track it here right that was
0: fantastic i'm going to go ahead and show on screen this uh graphic that you yeah. have on your instagram page that i think is wonderful and so anybody who's interested in this um definitely check out nina on her instagram i'll put the link up in a moment um but for those who are listening to the audio replay of this it shows a progression from paganism to religion, to spirituality, to meta spirituality. And, uh, Nina, I would love, I'm going to go ahead and take that off so we can see each other. Uh, but Nina, would you just share it? Uh, so the way, the way that I, I, I perceive it is how they each scaffold into the next one, right? It's kind of like this up leveling process. Um, as, like, as you mentioned earlier, and I, I, met, I started to talk about at the beginning of the show, we can have one version of our, our life and our, our lived experience, and then we can grow out of it, evolve out of it and move up into the next level. And I kind of see that graphic and everything you're talking about as being part of that. Um, do you, do, would you agree? Or, or I mean, yeah. do, what are your thoughts?
1: yeah, I totally agree. And again, uh, some people may perceive it, oh, like there is a diminishing of uh, religion or spirituality. Uh, does that mean that matter spirituality is the best? There's no such thing as the best. There is understanding that at different points in our life, in our spiritual evolution, we require different, um, I don't know, tools to know ourselves through and uh, different understanding that comes to us as a result so uh yeah it is kind of a progression uh from a religion where we perceive god as a separate being who we ask things from uh, or who we uh, address our requests and needs uh, who we have a consolation in uh it is beautiful uh when it's timely uh, both for us as individuals and for our collective self, which is also evolving all the time. But then when you grow out of it, you can no longer relate to that type of um, practice. So then you go to spirituality because you want to be a bit freer from just uh, one God and you want to feel more connection. This actually happens because you want to feel more connection to to God basically, and then you start creating those practices to feel closer, like meditating, visualizing, visualizing all of this, right?
0: I, I I what I love about this is I see it as uh, as we expand into the this next level, whatever the next level is, next paradigm that we move into. Yes. At some point, we get used to that, and yes. then begin to feel the the limitations of even that. And so yeah. that's that's what I hear, just, such as when you shared your story, right? Mm-hmm. You were using all the the tools that so many of us use, I I use, I, you know, and at some point it's like you begin to expand into the fullness of that space and it's like, wait, but I
1: need to go beyond. It's now right. not comfortable to be here. And yes. so you release, okay,
0: okay. And it is
1: very natural because we are expanding all the time like this always expanding universe and we are, it's, Uh, also projection, uh, it's reflection, we are expanding. And this is our inner requirement. This is what we all need. And we we can't just put ourselves in one box of one uh, religion or something. And that's it. Some people can. Some people don't feel the need and they stay comfortably in uh, one, I don't know, maybe religion or anything all their life. And they're happy. So, and I always say, if you're happy, if you're satisfied, please don't change anything. Use whatever is working for you to have a fulfill, fulfilling life. Because the point is not which type of practice or teaching or understanding you use. The point is to be happy here and have a beautiful, harmonious life. Uh, so, but my my teachings, they are meta spirituality, is for those who don't feel happy and content in spiritual practices anymore. Just like it happened to me when I got disappointed with my spiritual practices and I wanted something bigger and I wanted to close some more direct contact with God uh, that I started to realize is who I truly am. And I didn't know how to because those practices and intermediaries and those tools in between, between me and I truly am they were still there and they acted as a buffer between me they actually uh, kind of would sustain the separation the perceived separation between me and who I truly am so I needed to eliminate that then this knowledge came to me and this is uh, who this teachings is now for for those who've outgrown common mainstream spirituality and spiritual practices it's not for everybody but whoever is seeking for that where do I go from here? Um, Here I am with this uh, philosophy.
0: Nina, thank you so much. I I love the way that you described that. And I really want to, um, I just want to reiterate some of what you just said about how, you know, if you are happy where you're at, then stay there, keep doing what makes you happy. This isn't about making someone wrong for, oh, you're maybe more inclined to, be aligned with religion versus spirituality or anything else. Mm-hmm. And, and with that, I have a quote here. I wasn't sure if I was going to share it today or not, but I, I love it because it just you've already touched on it. So we have a quote here from James Blanchard. Once you awaken, you will no longer feel the need to judge those still asleep. And I'm I'm gonna allow that to be shared because there are all these different terms that we use. And I want to say it's not about judgment, it's not about judgment, it's not about judgment, it's about what's going to serve you most. It's exactly. up-leveling. So yeah, thank yeah. you. It's, bu- it's a beautiful quote. I love it. Ah, <sighs> Okay. So let's, let's touch on a little bit here. I'm looking at the time we're doing okay. Okay. Let's touch a little bit on how, how spirituality addresses the topic of suffering, because th- I know that that can play into a person's experience, especially when they get to the space where they feel like they've expanded into, you know, where they've been. And now it's like, Oh, this is uncomfortable. What, you know, what's going on? I was doing so well. Now I'm uncomfortable. Maybe they feel like they're suffering. Mm -hmm. How does meta spirituality address that topic?
1: Uh, In meta spirituality, we believe that all suffering comes from this um, illusion of separation. Let's call it like this. When we feel we are separate from others, that's uh the soil becomes fertile for a conflict right it's like it becomes more you know yeah basically conflicts arise when we perceive somebody uh separate from us different from us when somebody has a different opinion different view on something then we start like kind of fighting Internally, externally, whatever. Uh, Also, suffering comes from fear. Again, when we perceive ourselves separate from the world and others, we don't feel safe. Nothing feels under our control. Uh, We don't have any manual uh, how to live. What is this all about? So when we feel detached from the truth of who we are and that this world is our Reflection and our creation, we will live in fear and we will become defensive and closed, and all sorts of distortions in our perception will, will arise just only from this one first initial, I would call it original distortion, when we perceive ourselves separate from everyone and everything there is. So, what meta spirituality does what it achieves when it brings back the vision of unity to, to a human being, it um, kind of dissolves uh, the amount of that fear because we, we can't completely have zero fear and zero, um, you know, uh, separation uh, because we still are here in these bodies. We're still visibly separate. But uh, when we know truly inside that we are one, but not like as an abstract idea and what do you do with that, but actually apply that knowledge and that vision to your daily life, to your daily interactions, to every situations, to every interaction with every human being, you see how quickly and radically your life changes. You don't have that much fear anymore. You don't have that much anger anymore. You don't have that much anxiety anymore. All the negative emotions you had before, they kind of, dissipate they dissipate and your life becomes different and from that point of also embodying more responsibility because you no longer blame anybody because you know you are the creator of everything you see Uh, from that stance of not being a victim when you eliminate this victim mentality also everything changes completely and your life becomes absolutely different you become a different being, it's it's truly the case, so the suffering that came from that illusion of separation is no longer that um, active in you, you become truly a happier person, but it's not a fake happiness, you know, when you just stand in front of the mirror and say to yourself, I love myself, I'm the best, everything will be good, you know, all those so- sorts of practices like affirmations, visualizations. Again, I'm not saying they're not helpful. I'm just saying that there's a level of effectiveness which they can't provide because we kind of feel that we are trying to persuade ourselves. We kind of feel that this is uh, something that we try to to take in, but never 100% fully. But when we change our core identity when we start self-identifying with the creator uh then we no longer use those spiritual tools uh it's let's put it this way we are no longer that old identity using some spiritual tools uh hoping that the reality will change as a result now we are a completely different being this new identity that doesn't require spiritual tools because it perceives everything on a different level and then You no longer need to work on or work through some mental programs and traumas and this and that, uh, which you did before. Now you see that it's actually not traumatizing you, whatever you thought was traumatizing you. It's not offending you that much. It's not making you suffer that much. So those past um, traumas, whatever we call them, they, they no longer have that... Strong grip on us, and at the same time, we no longer create problems and conflicts the new ones in the external world because of this different perception. Because, according to meta spirituality, the way we perceive anything is the way we create it. This process of perceiving is the process of creating. Um, it's a difficult law to understand, um, to, to explain in this format, but um, it is an important one.
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, here we are these, I, I'm going to use the very common phrase, spiritual beings having a human experience. And I, I see all of these tools as being helpful because they help us navigate and, and kind of expand into that next level version of who we are into knowing ourselves more as that spiritual creator. And so, and, and as we do that, it what I hear you saying, and you may have already said it, but is we learn how to not allow the tools to be a crutch. I think I read that on one of your posts actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, not allow the tools to be a crutch. Um, they can be helpful, but at some point, uh, not at some point, I always remember that you are still the creator. You get to decide uh, how tools help you or don't. And if it's time to move beyond them or, and things like that, that's, that's what I'm hearing through what you're yeah. saying today.
1: Yeah. That's totally correct. Yeah.
0: Will you say a little bit more about uh, the, and maybe, I don't know if there's anything left to say here, but I want to touch on this. Will you say a little bit more about what happens for a person when they move from one paradigm to the next? Um, You know, I don't know it. Anything else related to the actual experience of it? We talked about discomfort. We've mentioned suffering, mentioned using tools, not using tools. Is there anything else that comes up for you when we talk about that transition?
1: Uh, Yes, I think the main problem here would be to actually accept this understanding, accept the knowledge of who you are. Uh, Knowing who you are is not difficult. It's easy. This information is now available. It's out there. But for us, it's a big challenge to accept that because the majority of us, sometime at least in the beginning, will still treat it as another concept idea kind of to play with, but not actually something to truly seriously embody and start living through that. Mm-hmm. And that's the tricky part. It's like applying the knowledge of who you are. And that's a huge difference between the knowledge and actually the application of knowledge. We all know and we're all aware now that knowledge and information means nothing if we are not applying it, right? So right. knowledge is application, the power of knowledge is in its application. So the knowing that you are God, you are the creator, you're all one, doesn't do anything to you unless you're fully internally ready to commit to embody this knowledge. And start living as that. Just that's it. Total commitment and devotion. And then you live your every moment as that. uh, Self-identifying with that new self that you decided you will be. And that's how it is also um, created. Because again, the way we perceive anything, including ourselves, is the way we create anything. Being the creator. Consciously, and unconsciously. So if we start perceiving ourselves as who we truly are, we start creating everything kind of um, around it, supporting it and showing us that this is actually what it is. In the same way, our limiting beliefs work, if you look at it from another perspective. If you start believing that something is harmful for you, if you start believing that you are traumatized, the more you confirm some idea in you, the more you like take on it, the more it is affecting you. Yeah, it's both ways are true. So commitment to applying the knowledge of who you are is the trickiest part. And that's not very easy for sure. I had another question and it walked away. Um, but let me go
0: ahead and before we move on, let me go ahead and share with everyone where they can connect with you. I'm putting uh, Nina's website up on the screen. We have meta-spirituality.org, meta-spirituality.org. And then also you have an Instagram account, nina.verkoen. And I feel, still feel like I'm not quite saying that right. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's perfect.
1: Uh, <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> And what that I wanted out. to say uh, to, to to people, because on the main page of my website, there is this registration form for a free introduction to meta spirituality masterclass. For those who feel resonant or want to know more, they can register for free, watch this one hour long masterclass, uh, where we go deeper and deeper into into this um, knowledge.
0: Yeah. awesome thank you for sharing that I, I the question that I wanted to ask is about the subject of knowing who a person is this is something that that is big for me too is I really want people to know who they are and um, you mentioned that it's easy and I I see that I get that but I think for a lot of people it does not appear to be so easy so would you just share some thoughts on mm-hmm. on how people can know more of who they are um, yeah, no, what,
1: what I meant by saying it's easy is that this information is now n- not a secret, right? It's available. Okay. Uh, um, basically, a lot of teachers say that we are one, uh, you are the creator, something similar, but um, doesn't really do much, doesn't really change much in you because the whole... Oh, the, the, the whole keys in application and knowing how to do that correctly. Um The only thing I meant by saying it's easy is not that it's easy to apply it. It's actually the opposite. But it's it's available now because before it wasn't available earlier. Let, let's again look on that um picture, right? And like think about it. If you were to say that I am God a few decades ago, you would be, I don't know, a uh, Crucified or something like that. Uh, that we were not ready for that information, and it wasn't actually available. But now it is. Now it is. Now we understand more and more that at least that we are the creators of our life, and then even more than that. So we we are kind of getting there, but but still. So the information is available. It's here. It's already present. It's already on the surface of our collective mind. But the application is a difficult part. This is what I teach. So I, yeah. And
0: I realize that we, I, there's so much here. We could go so much deeper and talk for days probably about this. So, so yeah, I think I will leave it at that. But one final question that I do want to ask is the, the subject of healing generational patterns. Um, what comes up for you when I bring that up? Because I know a lot of people are, are a lot more people, I, I believe, are aware of that going on and the evolution. And, and it's, yeah, I, I want to hear your thoughts on that.
1: Yeah, I think it's the most important thing. I think this is the mission of every human being to not continue the suffering from generation to generation to generation. And uh, I am, as a mother, too, very much aware of how important that is. And when we accept the truth and we start living it, uh, not only we stop this negative uh, kind of pattern that we took from our mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers, not only we stop it, we, we, we actually stop it and it's super important, but then our children see us for who we truly are when we operate from this place of unity, from this place of full responsibility, not from a um, victim's mentality, not from a, I don't know, um, somebody who is caught up in mental uh, destructive uh, programs and emotions and everything when our kids see us in this new identity, they absorb that. They receive this nonverbal permission to activate the remembrance of who they are deep within their soul. So they won't need spiritual courses and programs and webinars, hopefully, <laughs> like, like we all need now. But they will like naturally receive and get it from their parents and this will be a completely new world and i right. hope it will happen really soon
0: i love that yes thank thank you for speaking to that absolutely okay i want to i want to go ahead and put um your instagram up on the screen again so everyone can see the spelling of nina's name so you can connect with nina on instagram at nina n-i-n-a dot Verkoyen, which is spelled v as in victor e-r-k o-e-y-e-n Verkoyan, and of course her website is meta-spirituality.org and is there any is is there anything uh else you'd like to share with people about how they um you know the type of work you can do with them and and other ways that you support people no no the, your- the
1: only the only thing i would invite everybody is to watch this free masterclass just to feel whether it's something that you want to go deeper into, whether it's something you're ready for, whether it's something that will serve you, if it's something that you maybe not accidentally discovered on your path today. So yes, just please come to my website, and on the first page you will see this registration form. You will receive this free masterclass. It's an instant download. And that's all. This is where I invite you. Thank you so much, Kim, for this opportunity to talk about such a such an important um, subject for all of us. I truly believe that you're welcome. Thank you for being here. And I also just want to
0: say thank you for the way you deliver this information. I I, I think it's so important for people to know that. Um, it, it all serves a purpose. There's, it's not about judgment. And I'm going to sp- say a few more words about that in a moment, but Nina, I am going to, I thank you so much for being here today. I'm going to drop you back into the lobby. Okay. And if you don't mind, I'll see you there in just a couple minutes after I close yeah. out. Yes. Okay. Of course. Thank you. Thank you everyone. Ah, <sighs> Let me know what you are taking away from today's conversation about meta spirituality. So much came up in today's, today's Conversation about knowing who you are, about uh, using tools to support you in your your growth, your expansion, and then having that awareness that maybe they don't serve you anymore. Maybe it's time to move into that next thing. And if you're happy doing what you're doing, then there's no reason to change. So I want to just really emphasize emphasize that aspect of today's conversation is none of what was shared today is about, oh, if you're doing this, then you're wrong. Or if you are, if you're stuck in a certain mindset or, or, you know, maybe you're having the victim experience or whatever it may be, that there's something wrong with you that, you know, I want to say any, any sort of shame or judgment that shows up for you as we're in this conversation, you have full and total permission to say, I'm going to shake that off. I'm going to release that because again, we are all, all of us here having the, being the spiritual beings, having the human experience and we get to grow through it. We get to learn through it and move beyond and make those new decisions of what serves me now in this moment, because this is your life. So release anything that's weighing you down. Love yourself into your next elevation, your next amazing version of who you are. You're amazing as you are. Love yourself forward. And I'm going to let that be that. So thank you so much for being here today. Have an amazing day. I'll see you all again very, very soon.